Today, we're going to get you caught up on the Guardian series, some takeaways, some quotes that I think may be pertinent for the 2023 season, and then we're going to get you ready for the Tampa Bay Rays series coming this weekend, and uh, why I'm a little bit optimistic that the A's might do okay against an undefeated Tampa team today on Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 553 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, we're talking about the Guardian series. Uh, they lost two out of three, but they played them tough. That's uh, that's the big takeaway. I've got a lot of quotes. I've got a quote from uh, Mark Kotze that people wanted to hear. And uh, so I, I got the audio for you guys. I'm going to play that for you guys at the end of the first segment. And then we're going to talk about some other things that I've seen just in the clubhouse that give me hope for this season and this group of guys. And then we're going to talk about the, uh, the the upcoming series against the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa, the first road trip of the season. But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. We... We really smashed you. Well, you guys smashed the subscribe button, and uh, we smashed our goal of 1,000 subs by opening day. We're at like almost 1,100 now. So thank you to everybody for that. Keep keep subscribing, obviously. Uh, but thank you to everybody who has. Uh, if you uh, would like to see the channel grow a little bit, you like the A's content, you like the baseball content, make sure to like and comment on the video uh, so that uh, it the YouTube algorithm does it. Does its work, does its job, and finds other fans like yourself that may enjoy this. So there's that. Uh, also, thank you, uh, or not, and thank you again. That's, yeah. But uh, also make sure to follow us on social media at LockedOnAce on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's. Uh, the last couple of days, I've done some minor league recaps. I've been going through the box scores and uh, seeing what I see. I've Seen some stuff on Baseball Savant, which is awesome. Uh, love seeing pitch velocities for minor league guys. Uh, been checking out Burke's baseball a little bit. So they're not just like, oh, this team won, this team lost. It's, hey, here's a little bit about these guys. Uh, so I, I, I found them interesting, personally. So if you want to know a little bit more about A's minor leaguers, go check out Inside the A's. It's at Inside the A's on Twitter. Uh, you, you won't miss an article over there. Uh, also, I, I got to work it out, but I talked to Adam Aller for like, 18 minutes. I'm going to say, I was going to say 20, but I didn't want to exaggerate. 18 minutes. He did a lot of the talking and I got to get a lot of answers to my questions and I'm waiting to write that piece because uh, I think that it's going to be very, very good. He talked about uh, all of the things that I've been talking about on this show for almost, well, not quite a year, but since his start against Miami, we talked about the turning point in his season last year. So that, that'll be up over at Inside the A's, hopefully this weekend, because uh, I want to do it justice. He gave me a lot of time, and I want to write a good article about Adam Aller. So uh, make sure to check that out. And that might actually be something that we talk about here on the show maybe next week. So uh, keep an eye out on both. But let's talk a little bit about the Cleveland Guardians series. The A's lost two out of three in this series, um, which isn't great. They, they should have probably won on Monday, but oh well. They, they didn't. This season is all about development, and that is what 
I think we need to focus a little bit more on. Um, the, the team that we see right now is going to be better as the season moves along because they have a lot of young guys like Ryan Noda, who we've seen some nice flashes from. Uh, he, he seems to be, he's gotten three starts in a row, I believe. Uh, I, he, he's, he's putting together some stuff. He's, he's striking out a lot, but he's putting together some good ABs. A, he's enmeshed in that clubhouse, I think, uh, from what I've seen. And people seem to like him. And I think that he, he could really develop into something special. And this is, we are six games in. He hasn't even played all six games. We are six games into his big league career. Guys like that, guys like Nick Allen. If he starts hitting a little bit, maybe he can take over a little bit more at shortstop. Uh, Jace Peterson hasn't been doing well so far. Um Diaz has had some some big hits, but he hasn't been consistent. Ramon Laureano struck out a whole bunch uh, uh, over the, the Guardian series. He, he looked good at the plate, though, which is weird. Some of these guys are not hitting their stride yet. This team is going to be better as the season goes along. So that is something to keep in mind, even though the A's lost two out of three, and they probably should have won at least two out of three, if not potentially swept this series against a playoff team from last season. Yeah, they, they lost two out of three, but there's a lot of positive takeaways from this one, especially after uh, getting trounced against the Angels on Saturday and Sunday last week. But some positive takeaways on Tuesday. They hung three runs on just... Er, I keep wanting to say Justin Bieber. It just kind of comes out. Shane Bieber. Um, and I thought that that was a good sign. Shane Bieber has not allowed more than three runs in like a bunch of starts in a row. So uh, to get to that maximum, that's a solid development, I think, for this 2023 A's team. Uh, J.P. Sears was solid. Uh, he went four and two-thirds innings, gave up eight hits, three earned runs. He walked one, struck out five. Katsai said that he loved everything about J.P.'s start. Whether or not that means that he's going to be in the rotation long-term, we'll see. But uh, he looks good. And in the press box, we are like third day. We are high up there. And there were so many balls off the bats of Cleveland hitters, specifically Cleveland hitters, that were just shot straight up into the air. Like as high as we were, they were monstrous pop-ups. And the A's on Tuesday had a lot of those. Their, their pitching was keeping the Cleveland hitters off balance. And this is a contact-oriented team. They did well against a team like that, and that, I thought, was very impressive. Uh, the bullpen on Tuesday gave up zero hits in four and one-third inning, walked two, struck out five. Solid outing from the bullpen. These are, I mean, obviously their two wins have been one-run wins, but they, they've got the makings of a solid group right here. Uh, Notice started off the ninth in that game with a walk, moved to second uh, on a Ruiz ground up, and then... Kemp jumped on the first pitch that he saw from Ken Waldachek, and he said, quotes, uh, he has a really good curveball, speaking of Ken, uh, uh, James Karinczak. Uh, My plan was to swing over his heater. He's got a really good one that plays up in the zone. I just wanted to stay on top of it, and it ended up hitting a line drive, and, you know, end quote, ended up being the game winner. Uh, Noda, post-game, said, quotes, uh, Kemp is made for these moments. And so I thought that that was cool that he was, he's like, yeah, I, I scored the game-winning run. I got the, the rally started, but... But Kemp over there, he, they seem to really, Noda really seems to like uh, Tony Kemp because we talked uh, on opening day and he said that uh, Kemp had been talking about how they're, they're a family because they spend so much time together. And, uh, you know, he, he's really bought into that family atmosphere. You, you could tell, you could see it in his eyes. Um, and Kemp on Ryan Noda, they, they're just showering each other with compliments. They weren't next to each other. These are taken separately, but Kemp on Noda. Uh, quote, can't say enough about what Noda did right there. 
with that walk that ended up being the game-winning run. To have a mature at-bat like that, especially late in the game, versus a really good reliever shows a lot of promise. End quote. I thought that that was interesting. And I also felt like I wanted to talk to, uh, to I wanted to get Katze to say something about Ryan Noda because uh, he's he's looked good. He's had some solid at-bats. He's been working in those walks. The next day, he hit his first major league home run. Um, yeah. Right. These are the, I'm talking mostly about Tuesday because I was at Tuesday's game and I got to uh, talk to people and get quotes. And th- those these are some of my takeaways. But I asked uh, Katze, I was like, hey, it's been roughly a week. We're, we're almost a week into the season. What have you seen from Ryan Noda? He's been putting together some solid at-bats. What have you been seeing from him? And uh, this is what he said. The scouting report on Ryan when we acquired him from the Dodgers was that he's, he controls his own really well. And I think that we've seen that, um, you know, that, that at bat there in the ninth inning to, to, to get on base, to lead off with a walk, um, you know, that shows some display discipline. It, it shows maturity too. So, um, you know, he's uh, in the beginning um, as advertised, I think, for us. As advertised. You love it. Um, yeah, I, Mark Kotze basically just said he is as advertised. We, we knew kind of what he, like who he was, what his game was, but he is doing that at the major league level. And uh, thanks to the Dodgers for signing Freddie Freeman and kind of blocking Ryan Noda and leaving him open to the Rule 5 draft. Uh, seems to be working out well for the A's through the, <laughs> through the team's first six games. He's been solid. I have really enjoyed seeing uh, what I have seen. I have enjoyed what I have seen. I have not enjoyed seeing what I have seen. I have enjoyed what I have seen from Ryan Noda in the first few games here. Uh, I think that he's got a lot of potential, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does moving forward. I also uh, talked to him a little bit about just his approach. I've noticed that when he gets to two strikes, he calls time, and he gets to two strikes a lot. (laughs) Um, And I was like, is that by design? Is that like you trying to settle into the moment, like, oh, what's going on here? I was like, I do that about 95% of the time. <laughs> I, I learned that last year, and, and uh, he talked a little bit about just his thought process. And I thought that that was very interesting. So uh, if Ryan Noda gets to two strikes, expect him to call timeout. If he doesn't, uh, oh, man, watch out. Watch out. But coming up on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about just some overall takeaways from this series and why this team's trajectory is pointed upwards. So stay locked in, you guys. Today, we have a brand new sponsor, and that new sponsor is so rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. You collect, you buy, you sell, and you compete with player cards uh, against global opponents to win epic rewards, win or lose. You still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more that you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. Uh, They partnered with Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez to help spread the word of So Rare. I've been seeing some of these commercials. They're a good time. I I downloaded the app. How it necessarily works, we're going to find out. Uh, I put together a solid lineup, I think. I, I put... Estuary Ruiz in my lineup because I think that he's going to have a heck of a series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, because playing on uh, on turf, I think it could go well for Estuary Ruiz. So you got to think about some things like that. Uh, basically, you put together a lineup every three to four days. It goes in, you know, the, the series. How is a player going to do in one series? Do you get uh, a 
couple of starting pitchers, you get a couple of outfielders, you get a corner infielder, you get the middle infielders. You, you, you comprise your lineup. It's basically fantasy baseball, but for a series-by-series, series, uh, you know, look at things. It's not game-by-game, game, which I think is an interesting wrinkle. I kind of like that. Um, and so all you got to do to find out what the heck I'm talking about is head to Sorare.com and uh, slash locked on. That is spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's. Um, I don't know. Do you guys like game recaps? Because I don't feel like writing them. Uh, but if you like them and you're going to click on them, I'll write them for Inside the A's. Sure. Uh, why not? But uh, I'm not going to be at every game, so I'm not going to have quotes from every game. So I figured, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'll write other things. I'll write think pieces, maybe after, you know, series and whatnot, uh, after big events. Uh, keep you updated with the news and then also write about the minor leagues because those are, that, that's uh, that's the future right there is the minors. And so I'm trying to keep you guys updated with uh, Tyler Soder. Tyler, Tyler Soderstrom. There we go. He's started two games in a row at first base. Ooh, he also started the first three at catcher. So no, no real big developments there. Just, just a thought, but, uh, you know, I saw, and I wanted to share with you guys stuff like that. Um, keep you guys updated with who's been in the lineup, who's out of the lineup, what's going on here. Uh, all of that stuff, but let's talk a little bit more about some takeaways from these first six games. Uh, the A's, My big takeaway is the A's played Cleveland tough. They played this team very tough. Uh, The the two losses that they had, Cleveland needed extra innings to vanquish the A's. That's got to be a little bit of a confidence boost, I would think, is this team that was in the playoffs took the Yankees to the brink and arguably uh, knocked them out before they got to the championship series against the Astros because uh, the Yankees were just spent from trying to beat the the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Yeah, I think that they were a solid team last year. They're a good team this year as well. We'll see what happens with Cleveland, but they look like the the AL Central favorites, and now they get to play every team. And we'll see how good they really, really are, and I think that they are a really, really good team. Uh, Also worth noting that the A's two wins this season have come in starts against Shane Bieber and Shohei Otani. Uh, Otani finished fourth in the Cy Young last year. Bieber actually won the Cy Young in 2020 and was at like seventh, I think, uh, last season. So they've beaten some really good pitchers. They've obviously Patrick Sandoval is a very good pitcher as well. Not necessarily uh, there on the national stage yet, but he has owned the A's over his career. Uh, Tyler Anderson, he's having a resurgence in his career, whatever. Um, Gaddis, the, the starter for Wednesday, it was like his fourth start in. Those, those always go either way. When they're on Cleveland, I think that a, a fairly new pitcher, they have the advantage uh, because they're a relative unknown. And so you're kind of going up there like, I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, and also, the A's, uh, well, Seth Brown, took uh, Emmanuel Classe deep on Monday night. That's, he's another elite-level pitcher that they that they did good things against. James Karinczak, another, maybe not elite, but very solid reliever. They got to some guys that are really good pitchers in this game, and those are my takeaways from the series. Sure, they lost two out of three. Sure, whatever. 
The results don't necessarily matter this year, though. The, it's the process and how you get to the results. And up until the when they allowed the runs, they were doing really well. So I, I'm, I'm still very intrigued by this team. And uh, I know that some of the guys in the clubhouse, uh, they, they were not happy with the 59.5 win projection. They're like, we, we are so much better than that. It, it felt like a slap in the face. And I think some of them are using that as fuel to get them through this season. I'm intrigued to see where they end up. And I think some of those guys are as well. So, um, as I said before, later in this season, if they play the series a little bit like the same series, the same way, uh, obviously they have the same results. But um, I think that these guys, some of the guys on this roster are going to develop. You're you're still going to be mixing and matching and finding what works. And I think Mark Kotze is still finding out what works in his lineup currently. Uh, with matchups and all that, you know, lefties and righties and all that stuff. But I think that the A's could potentially sweep this series later on in the season as these guys develop a little bit more and as they get more experience. And, uh, you know, the the pitching hasn't been great so far, but they're going to be better. You're going to have Paul Blackburn. You're going to have Drew Rosinski. You're going to have some of these guys. You're going to have some some more pieces to work with here. I'm intrigued by this team moving forward. They could potentially have swept this series. And... That would have uh, that would have opened some eyes, I, I think. Um, I know that they're two and four, but this team has shown a ton of fight this season, and that is something that uh, is at least one fun to watch, and two a big improvement over last year. Uh, that team last year did not show a ton of fight. This group feels different, and uh, w- one of the guys that makes it feel a little bit different is Jesus Aguilar, who hit his first home run uh, with the A's. And he said after the game, he was like, yeah, it's cool, whatever, but uh, we didn't win the game, and so it doesn't really matter, does it? And uh, that he's he's showing his leadership, his veteran leadership. That's why he was brought in. We, I, I was uh, not confused. I was surprised by the Aguilar uh, signing because I was like, well, I guess, sure, but seeing him in the clubhouse a little bit, uh, I haven't talked to him yet, but uh, before uh, all the reporters went over to talk to Tony Kemp ahead of his, you know, interview post game after his game winning single, you could just hear uh, Jesus Aguilar from like twenty feet away go like, "Hey Tony, stay humble, man," <laughs> and it was really funny. And uh, that's just kind of the vibe that he has is keeping everybody loose and just having a, a joking relationship with everybody. And I, I think that he's a, he's been a great signing. We'll see what he does on the field, but I think that in the clubhouse he's having a huge impact on these guys. You saw after. Ryan Noda hit his first home run in that uh, seventh inning, I believe. Um, he, him and Jesus Aguilar, who should be in competition for playing time, uh, they embraced, and you could see that they were happy for each other. You know, Aguilar was happy for him. And then Jesus Aguilar, at a 12-pitch at-bat, you knew that ball was going out because he just kept just slicing balls off. He's like, no, I'm, I'm timing you up, buddy. I, I got this. And then he went deep and uh, tied that game at four. That was a very fun game up until the end. Uh, and Aguilar and Dota embrace again. Um, I, I think that there's there's a lot there. It, the guy that he should be in competition with, he's actually helping to, you know, groom and get him uh, ready for his big league career. I think those things are important. And the A's did not have those people last season. Sure, they traded Sean Murphy, they traded Kohler, they traded AJ Puck. I think that the, the team chemistry might be a little bit better this season, and they have more veteran players. Uh, they they don't have any. Billy McKinney's or Sheldon Noisy's. Sheldon Noisy playing overseas now. Uh, so maybe not a major league baseball player. 
by the standards that uh, have been set, literally, because he's overseas. Um, but yeah, just an interesting, those are my takeaways, is how I'm leaving it. Those are my takeaways right now. I am very intrigued after watching this team for, for six games. What can they do moving forward? How are they going to develop? Who's going to step up? That's what I want to know a little bit more about. But uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about the upcoming Rays series this weekend. So we're going to get you ready for that. Coming up, stay locked in. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are almost here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything from the money line, the point scores, to three-pointers drained. The Warriors are uh, in the playoff hunt, but are they going to be in the play-in game? Are they going to be in the playoffs? The Kings are in the playoffs. That is ridiculous, and I love it. Go Kings. Uh, Light the beam, as they say in Sacramento, I think. (laughs) Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. Check us out at Inside the A's uh, for more A's news insight and analysis. Coming your way, whatever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's or SI.com slash MLB slash Athletics. But let's talk a little bit about this upcoming series. It looks like a daunting task on paper. Um, but good thing they're playing on the field, not on paper. Uh, because uh, Tampa Bay is 6-0. and They are the only undefeated team in baseball. And uh, you, you may be asking yourself, what, what opponents have these juggernauts been facing? And they have faced the Detroit Tigers and the Washington Nationals. So... I, I would kind of hope that they would be 6-0 and because they are a potential playoff team, and uh, those two teams are not. Why? They, they, they're going to be... They're going to be bad, let's say. Uh, they're probably projected to be right around where the A's are. So, yeah, they, they beat them. Sure, I guess. I still think that the A's are a better team, even though I just made that comparison, uh, than either the Nationals or the Detroit Tigers. Maybe I'm biased because I like the A's, but maybe I'm right as well. Uh, There's only one way to tell, and that is, can the A's beat the Tampa Bay Rays? That is the question. Uh, So let's go over a little bit about uh, the the, the pitching matchups. Let's go over those. Friday, today, we have Ken Waldachuk versus Zach Eflin in Eflin's first start. Against Detroit, he went five innings pitched, gave up three hits, one run, walked one, struck out five. Not a lot of innings. Not a lot of innings. Um, so you're going to probably see the the Tampa bullpen in this one. Can they get to the Tampa bullpen like you got to the Cleveland Guardians bullpen? Hey, we'll see. Uh, I'm intrigued. If Ken Waldachek pitches decently, fairly well, five, six innings, two, three runs, I think the A's got a shot in this one. Just saying. I think they can do it. Uh, then Saturday, the, we get the, the long-awaited return of Fuji 2. Uh, he, he gets to do something. It's going to be Shintaro Fujinami against Jeffrey Springs. Springs is a lefty, and uh, the A's have struggled against lefties. Granted, they've only faced two, and it's been Patrick Sandoval and Tyler Anderson, but they've struggled against lefties 
that have started games. And uh, he was absolutely dominant in his start against Detroit. He went six innings, gave up zero hits, walked one, struck out 12 against the Detroit Tigers. So uh, that's, if he duplicates that, yikes. Um, but also, he only went six innings and went and gave up zero hits and a walk. He, he allowed one base runner. They're like, yeah, you're done. He struck out 12 as well. So what to make of that? The A's fan in me says, Shintaro Fujinami can match that. Will he match that? That is a question. But he can he can produce that line any given Saturday. I was going to say Sunday, but every given Saturday. Uh, he could do that. So could be an interesting game. Fuji could also give up eight runs in like two and a third innings again. We'll find out, but could be an interesting game. Even if Springs is on his game, could be an interesting game. And then the capper starts with James Caprillion on Sunday um, against Drew Rasmussen. Uh, Rasmussen went six innings, gave up two hits, seven strikeouts against the Washington Nationals. And so um, they, they, they've gotten some good starting performances. They've also got some good bullpen performances to start the season. Uh, Wander Franco is hitting 417 with two homers, seven RBIs, four runs, and two steals. He's off to a really good start. They got a bunch of guys with a WRC plus over 200. They're, they're, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. And so that's scary, sure. Um, but also, they weren't facing the, the toughest of competition. I, I don't know that Detroit and Washington are known for their pitching arsenals. I don't know that the A's are either, but I think that the A's have uh, some, some better arms and uh, maybe front offices that can come up with better plans to face the Tampa Bay Rays. Also, uh, one thing that I think that is interesting for, especially in the James Caprillion start, is he just faced the Cleveland Guardians. He gave up five runs in five innings. Uh, it wasn't his best performance, but he was fine. Um, does he have, Does he use that experience just on, was it Monday? Uh, Monday's experience to pitch on Sunday against a similar team that likes to make contact, that likes to move the base runners and do all that stuff. Um, does he, is he better prepared for this game? Is he going to go out there and just, have an amazing game because he just faced a team very similar to the one that he's going to be facing on Sunday. Uh, that's the hope. Bold take. Uh, I mean, the the initial bold take is the A's are going to win a game in this series against an undefeated Tampa Bay Rays team. Bolder take, I think they take two out of three. Which two? Not sure. But I think that Cap is going to be one of them. I think that they win on Sunday with Cap on the mound. Uh, also, Rasmussen seems like he, he can give some stuff up. Uh I mean, obviously, Eflin is the guy that you're like, oh, I think that the A's might be able to get to him. I know that he's made some adjustments and he's a better pitcher than he has been in his career. But um, it's the the Waldachuk. Is Waldachuk ready for, you know, the stage yet? I, we'll see. Shintaro Fujinami, same questions. Um, but he has the ability. I think the A's can take two out of three from this team. I think that here, here's a fun story for you guys. The A's, or sorry, Tampa Bay, last year when the A's came to town, they were 3-0. They had swept their opening series. Uh, I don't know who they actually played in that one. Doesn't matter. Uh, but then the A's went to Tampa Bay after losing two out of three to the Philadelphia Phillies. And they took three out of four from the Tampa Bay Rays. That was the 2022 Oakland Athletics. And this is now the 2023 Oakland A's, who are a better team. I keep saying it. They're a better team. I think that they can win two out of three against this Tampa Bay Rays team. I know that the Rays are probably better as well, but I don't care. I don't care. I think the A's take two out of three in the series. Uh, 
Friday may set the tone for the weekend. If the A's get absolutely smashed, I'm going to lower my expectations a little bit. But if Waterchuck goes out there and it's another competitive game like the series against Cleveland, I think that that sets the tone for the rest of the weekend, and we'll see what happens there. Fuji, again, has the ability to match Springs, even if he's going no hits over six innings. He has that ability to go out there and do that as well. And then Cap has never faced the Rays, which is interesting. Uh, and it, they also have a very similar approach to the Cleveland Guardians. Is he going to have a better game plan? Those are my takeaways. That's what I'm looking for going into this series. And uh, I think that it could be a fun one. So, uh Get ready for it, I guess. But uh, that's all that I got for you guys today. Uh, I'm going to try and get one more up to you guys. The Sorry about the couple of days layoff there. The kiddo switched his nap schedule. He had been doing one nap a day for three months. And then all of a sudden he's like, I want two naps now. And that makes it a lot harder to record when you don't know that it's coming. Uh, it, like, was, was it a one-day thing? Is it a two-day thing? Is he doing it today? I don't know. But I just figured I'd just hop on and record before we found out. So uh, I'm going to try and get one more up to you guys uh, probably tomorrow. Maybe we'll talk about the, the prospects that have been doing well so far. Or maybe we'll just talk about some other stuff. I don't know. We'll talk some A's baseball. It'll be fun. So make sure to tune in for that. Uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now for your second listen, go check out Sully and Locked On MLB because he's a fantastic guy. He does fantastic work. And, uh, you know, why not? He could use the, the views. <laughs> Take that, Sully. Um, but anyways, uh, that's it for me today, you guys. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I will talk at you tomorrow. <laughs>